And here you have Jesus uh, marching to Jerusalem. He's going to be the sacrifice. Uh, the, the lamb is going to be selected. And uh, in this moment, he's, he tells the disciples, go get, uh, go get a colt and uh, a foal of a donkey. And, and they, they find it. You know, and uh, he tells them, well, uh, if anybody asks you, tell them the master needs it. You know, <laughs> just going to borrow it for a while. Uh, slightly different culture than what we're used to. Um, but even in that, um, they they do it. They put their cloaks on the, the animal and he rides it into Jerusalem. And people are lining the, 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 uh, the area going, Hosanna, Hosanna. And, and they're calling out for the Messiah. They're looking and figuring this might be the one who's going to set them free. This might be the one who is going to uh, restore Jerusalem, restore the kingdom. Uh, politically, they they want that ruler. They want the Romans kicked out. And uh, they're not happy with the king, Herod, even. Uh, it's a polluted hierarchy, so to speak. And, and so... In that, they're hoping that he's the one, and and truly he is. It's just the timing is different than what they perceive, and so um, as as they're going in, there's there's several things that are that are being declared, and I want to read two of the uh, the Old Testament scriptures that link to this passage. Um, the first being Zechariah. And it says, uh, O daughter of Zion, shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem, behold, your king is coming to you, righteous and having salvation, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, on the foal of a donkey. And so again, Zechariah saw something well in advance of its taking place. And Jesus is fulfilling that literally. Now, a few weeks ago, we looked at uh, Psalm 118, and I want to read... Um, four verses for you out of that again. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Rejoice. Okay. Psalm 118, verse 25. Save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success. Now, that idea of save us is one of the uses of Hosanna in Scripture. And it's like, save us now. It's the combining of two words. And so in that passage, the Hosanna comes out. And it's, save us, Lord, save us. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you in the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has made his light shine upon us. Bind the festal sacrifice with cords up to the horns of the altar. And so even in this... Uh, psalm, there's the recognition or the calling out of God, save us, and then you have a sacrifice linked with it. And so as Jesus is marching in, he's fulfilling the scripture in detail. And we, in this season, are remembering such a thing. And so it's a wondrous thing to call out, Hosanna, <laughs> Hosanna, blessed be the name of the Lord, glory to God in the highest. And as we look now and we recognize the resurrection, we're still crying out, save us. Lord, grant us success. 
bring your bring your spirit here and then come and restore in restoration of all things what a beautiful thing that is i have one other thing to share today before we move on and this is uh this is different than uh, it's a it's another track so to speak. But uh, Sunday night when the guys group was gathering and that that's meeting at eight thirty, um, it'll be the same call numbers. But when we were gathering, um, I really felt strongly that this is a time in a season where. Parents are being drawn to children and children are into parents. We're being forced to have time together. And going back to Malachi's prophecy that Elijah would come and he would draw the hearts of the fathers to the children and then the children to the fathers. I, uh, I was, had found in Gill's commentary that um, Elijah's job or rule are, uh, excuse me, John the Baptist's uh, playing out of Elijah's role was that he was calling people to repentance. And as they were restored in the Lord, also there would be a restoration of family, a restoration of relationships of father to children and children to father. And I think that this is a season where God is attempting to allow us the privilege of not only repenting of things that are inappropriate in our own lives, but also being drawn back to the Lord in relationship with our children as well. And so it's something not to be treated lightly, but to say, okay, help me to get the most out of this that I possibly can. Um, comment was made last night in our family that we've, through Zoom, we've had more conversation in the last couple of weeks than we've had in a long time, mm-hmm. um, just because we can see each other. And, and I just want to encourage you, it, you don't have to be in the same house, uh, but we can keep this thing flourishing and growing and really fulfilling what God wants to have fulfilled. And so uh, I just want to leave that with you. Um in scripture, there are many reasons for families to be together. And, and even Jesus uses that pretty significantly where, you know, he he tells the disciples at one point, blessed are you little children, because the father's chosen to reveal these things to you and not to others. Hmm. And he's saying that there is something that in, in the heart of a child that's ready to learn and receive. And that was what was essential to growing in the Lord and hearing from him. Uh, later on, he tells them, unless you humble yourself like a, a child, you're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. You, he's, he's laying it out that our lives need to model some of the things that we see happening in children and their willingness to listen and, and their need for growing and learning that needs to be a part of us as well. Um, he also practiced it where, you know, you, you see the disciples at one point rebuking the families for bringing their kids and, and letting them hang on him. And, and, they're, and essentially they're saying he's too busy and he's too important for this. And Jesus calls them out and just says, no, he says, this is very important. And he, and he gathers the children to him and blesses them, which is an amazing thought to me of Jesus blessing children. You know, you're going... 
Yeah, I'd like to have his hand on my head praying out a blessing. But uh, in some ways, we still have that opportunity through the Spirit to pray blessing onto children even now. And so that's how we're going to have to live it out until we get to see Christ. But So I just I put those two things out to you. This is a day of celebration. I think, uh, Michael, what you suggested of putting a, a pine branch or something on the door and just acknowledging, you know, we believe. And through this Easter season, uh, and then to do just allow God to build us the way that he wants. 